0: We'll just have a good time in the Lord's house. Mark chapter number five. The Bible is an amazing book. I thank God for every word that I have in it and be able to have that blessing. Boy, when you get a hold of the fact that you've got a blessing because you have a copy of the word of God. God has seen fit to let you see what he thinks about the subjects of the world. And we're so thankful for that. Mark chapter number five, verse number twenty-five is where I'm going to begin reading. This is very familiar scripture. We begin to see uh, the the lady with the issue of blood. We also see Jarius or Jarius, uh, however you would like to say it. And uh, he he has those uh, two afflictions that are happening right then. And Jesus is coming along. And it's amazing to me how God is working even in the midst of somebody having issue after issue after issue. And uh, everybody uh, needs a touch from God. But it amazes me also that Jesus Christ took time to touch everyone. And as they were thronging upon him, they... Look to be able to go against and touch him, but there were some people that were touching him that were just looking for something else, but there was one that touched him that needed something special. And you may be here this morning and you need that special blessing. You may be here this morning and you need that special touch that only God can provide for you. There are times in our lives where we think that we can take care of everything that's going on, but yet when God is... Uh, steps in, we realize how incapable we are outside of what God can do for us. Look with me in chapter number 5 in the book of Mark, verse number 25 is where we begin reading. And a certain woman (laughs) had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. How many have ever been to the doctor and felt like you got worse? Let's just say, yeah, I'm telling you. My dad told me a long time ago that they have a license to practice and they're practicing on you. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment, verse number 27, verse number 28, for she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue or power had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? <laughs> And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her. Now, he was looking for somebody special to see her, and that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the opportunity to be here once again, Lord. I pray you'd just touch us, God, as we stand. Lord, I pray you'd fill us with the power of the Holy Spirit of God right now. Lord, I pray, that God, that people would not see me, but, God, people would see the Savior that I'm preaching about, the God that I'm serving. God, I pray that you'd help us guard my mouth and mind as we preach, God, this morning. Lord, I pray you'd touch one that, Lord, that may be one near to hell. God, I pray that you'd touch them. Lord, let him know that the t- today is the day of salvation. And God, I beg you, God, that you would just touch and have a, a time of uh, a healing, God, of those that need a touch from you that need a healing. God, I pray that you touch those that are backslidden, God, bring them back to you. Lord, I know that you can do all things. And Lord, we thank, that you, thank you that you can do all these things even in this time as well. And it's in Christ's name that we pray, amen and amen. So I'm so thankful that when we look through the book of uh, Mark, we see these things straightway as one of the words that you begin to see that's used very often in this chapter. But then when we get to uh, this, this particular portion of scripture, we see that this lady was suffering. She was trying to get through to be able to get something different. She had gone to all the man-made ways. She had seen all the man-made uh, thought processes. She had gone to all the doctors, the nurses. She had gone to all the hospitals. She had gone to all those people. And to be honest with you, when you begin to look at how uh, she was going and, and what she was doing, if you read through in, in history and, and go through what they were doing and the things that they would do to try to heal somebody... When it says that they suffered many things of the doctors, then this very much was a suffering time for this lady. And for 12 years, she had continued in this state. And I'll be honest with you, there's a lot of people that are searching in too many places and in all the wrong places. There are people that are searching at doctors, and there are people that are searching in hospitals, and there are people that are searching in bars, and there are people that are searching in the dope house, and there are people that are searching in strip clubs, and there are people that are searching all over the place, in many different areas, trying to find what they need, when all along, all you have to do is find Jesus. To be able to, to come to the Savior. I'm thankful that I was able to come to Him as a, a young boy, but uh, she was going and she was telling everybody that uh, cared, any way, form, or fashion, for her. And she was uh, trying to do just, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I'll do that uh, thing. I'll, I'll go and do, t- take this medication and I'll go through these different ways. But yet she needed and she needed to desire to be free of this affliction that was in her body. Now, when I look at this scripture, I begin to see several things that number one, when we see for chapter number five, we see very uh, plainly that there are two people that are in need. Boy, Jairus needs somebody to be able to go and heal his daughter. This lady has a need that she needs a healing as well. To be honest with you I was amazed when you look through that the ver- uh, there's a 12 years that this young lady had been alive that this little girl that Jarius's daughter had been alive for 12 years and brother Landon that brings Landon it brings joy when you have children buddy I'm trying to help you brother Tom now, when you begin to do that you begin to have children and that brings great joy to your life i remember when i was a, a, a young a young a young uh, a young married love and and having a great time and then all of a sudden daniel came along and and boy i just the joy came along and then ethan came along and the joy kind of diminished a little but uh but no i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking i hope you don't see this today i love you son i do but, but no, those children, they bring you joy and there's blessings. And that's exactly uh, what was happening to this. Jairus, he had that blessing of a child and had a blessing of having a wonderful time with those kids. And, and now his little daughter, his little blessing was laying in a bed dying. But then there was also somebody that had a need that had been cursed and had been having a problem and had been uh, dealing with this affliction for those 12 years. And as you begin to look through and those of you that know through your your Bible, uh, your numbers, you go through the number of 12 and there is a divine authority in the number of 12. There's 12 disciples, 12 tribes of Israel. Twelve thrones in heaven, the twelve thrones of those that are sitting there. Boy, you you look at that uh, number of twelve and there's a divine authority. And all of a sudden when you begin to see that there's two people in need and that a divine authority comes along and He takes care of both of their needs and it doesn't diminish one's need to be able to get taken care of, He is able to take care of both of them at the same time. You may be here this morning and you say, well, I'm in this section and I have this need or there's somebody I know that's over in that section and they have that need. And we know that there are people all over the United States of America and all over the world and they have a need. But I'm so thankful that the God we serve is not uh, hampered by uh, uh, having to take care of this person or take care of that person or uh, being able to be distracted by this one. But he can take care of us all at the same time as he says, please. And I'm thankful that we have that fact that God is with us every step of the way. Now we begin to look at the very first thing that I see, look in verse number 26 with me, I see that her assets were diminished. Boy, she had spent everything that she had. She had gone and she had spent all that money. Look at verse 26, and she had suffered many things with many physicians and had spent all that she had. Now that means that she was bankrupt. That means she didn't have another penny to be able to do anything with. Brother John, she had done everything that she could humanly possibly try to be able to do. But nobody could help her. But then somebody told her about somebody else. (laughs) You see, her assets were diminished. But then you also see that man's ability was defeated. Look in verse number 26 with me again. And she said, and it suffered many things of many physicians, uh, physicians and had spent all that she had. And was nothing better, but rather grew worse. Wow. It gets worse and worse, and boy, all that she's trying to do, the ability of mankind is no longer able to help her, but then also, there's an advancement of the disease. Look in verse number 26 with me there. She grew worse and worse, but rather worse, nothing better. Boy, we can try, we can spin our wheels. How many of you have ever felt like that you have just been spinning your wheels, trying to do something, trying to accomplish something, and then all of a sudden somebody comes along and is able to get it done in just uh, just a whim or just a snap of a finger, and it You seem like, well, why couldn't I do that? I have had those thoughts. I have had those times where I thought to myself, why is it that I could not get this accomplished? Boy, I thank God that I know that there is a man that can take care of those things for me. That I know that there is a man that when I, I can't uh, uh, see, uh, uh, be in a place where I need to be or, or, or where somebody needs me there, that God can be there all along. And I'm so thankful that we have that advancement of disease though that God knows and sees and cares and takes care. But here we go. We're going to get into the message real quickly. What is the message? The message is this, that she had a hope. (laughs) There is a hope. Why? Because look in verse number 27 with me. I told you, I'm not going to be long today. When she had heard of Jesus, we could close the Bible right then and be done. When she had heard of Jesus... There wasn't a need for anything else. There wasn't a need for anybody else. But thank God when she heard, you begin to think about, well, what does that mean? Well, when she heard about Jesus Christ, there's all things begin to open up. That all the whole of life began to open up for her. Healing began to open up for her. That began uh, to look at all these uh, opportunities that we have. And now, I begin to look through those words. And as I begin to study through those words, what do those words really truly mean? Well, when you look at that one, it, it says that when she had heard... Now, uh, we don't see it in our English Bible, but uh, in the Greek there is actually a a, a definitive uh, article that's right behind there. It says that it's the Jesus. Now listen, (laughs) there's a lot of Shanes in the world, but there's only one Shane Roy, and thank God for that. Now, during this time, there were a lot of Jesus, Yeshua, Joshua. There were a lot of people with that name. Now, there's a lot of people that were saying, oh, you know who, have you ever been talking about somebody and you thought you were talking about the same person, but then all of a sudden you were not talking about, they may have had the same name, they may have had the same character, they may have been seeming to be the same person, and y'all are talking about two completely different people. Me and Sister Heather do it all the time, I'm telling you. Will you describe people and, oh yeah, they're, oh, yeah that's their name, yeah, no, that's not it. Boy, you think about that. But, but there's a lot of people that go through and their name was Jesus. But then all of a sudden, she heard about a specific Jesus. She heard about one that could make a difference in her life. She heard about the one that could heal her, the one that had already been doing that. And we begin to say, well, what is that, Brother Shane? What has he already been doing? Well, he's just been healing the blind and he's been making the lame to walk and he's been touching people. As a matter of fact, in chapter number four, it's talking about people were just taking people to him just so they could touch him and they would be healed of every disease that they had been. So then all of a sudden, you say, well, I want you to go to this doctor. I want you to go to this one. And I've been going to the doctor. I've been going to the doctor. No, I don't want you to go to just another doctor (laughs) I want you to go to the one that can make the difference I want you to go to the one that will make the difference no matter what is happening in your life. And I can tell you this, that Jesus Christ, the Jesus Christ that I met when I was a six-year-old little boy, has made all the difference in my life. That the boy, if you met the same Jesus that I met, He's made all the difference in your life. Boy, He's given you hope when you didn't have hope. He's given you a a love when you feel like you didn't have any love. And He's given you a touch when, boy, 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 that you just needed a touch from on high. That God gave a hope boy and all of a sudden his hope or her hope was in this one specific Jesus Christ not anybody else not somebody else but Jesus the one that was the specific one that that certain woman had heard about a certain Jesus and gave her a certain healing and I'm thankful that we have that same Jesus that same Jesus that healed her is the same Jesus that I get to pray to the same Jesus that touched her or that she touched is the same Jesus that I can go to the throne of God and begin to make my petitions known to Him. That He's listening and He's caring for me just like He listened and He cared for these young people at this time. Boy, thank God that we have a hope through the Lord Jesus Christ. With the Lord Jesus Christ, you can have a hope like none other. Boy, you say, well, my eternity or my, my days are numbered and my days are having problems and I'm having issues throughout this time. But I can tell you with all of my Heart, that you get a hold of Jesus, then all of a sudden He's going to give you a hope. He's going to give you a difference. He's going to touch you in a specific way that you didn't know you even needed. Glory to God. Boy, and then He can turn you around and He can give you an eternity forever. If you're here this morning and don't know the Jesus Christ that I'm preaching to you about, you don't know Jesus Christ and the fee pardon of sin, and He has not, you have not trusted Him as your Savior, today is a day of salvation. Today is a time for you to give your life over to Jesus. Jesus Christ, today is a day for you to have hope for all of eternity through him. Boy, we can have him that is a certain Jesus Christ, but then also there's a constant thing that she was going through. You look at verse number, chapter number five, verse number 28 with me, and it says, for she said, for she said, have you ever thought to yourself, if I can just get there, y'all remember that little saying, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. That's pretty well the connotation that what the Bible is saying here, for she said, for she said, she kept on saying, boy, she was going through a big old throng of, throne of people, and boy, the crowd was around, and boy, she was just saying, if I can just get to Jesus, if I can just get to Jesus, <laughs> if I can just get to Jesus, if I can just get there, Brother Daniel, if I can, if I can just push on a little further, if I can, if I can just make it another step, I'm, I'm doing all I can, but all I've got to do is get to Jesus. And, and all of a sudden, she finally gets to him and begins to reach out and begins to go through. And, and Brother Tom, what if I, I, I'm, I'm one of those people that has a crazy imagination. What if, what if she was there just about to get a hold of him and somebody stepped over in front of her? More she said, if I can just get to Jesus. If I can just get to Him, or maybe she tripped and fell, maybe she just uh, went by the wayside, or maybe someone turned in front of her and she wasn't able. Boy, she just keep on going, constantly saying, I want to encourage you this morning, don't give up on God, don't give up on Jesus Christ, don't give up on the situation that you are in. Don't give up no matter what. Why? Because Jesus Christ is the answer, and if you just get to Him, He's going to make all things great. He'll make all things new. Thankful that we have the hope that she kept on saying, she kept on saying that, If I can just get to Jesus. But look at verse number 29 with me. Verse number 29, the Bible says that there is a healing that took place. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body. Oh my glory, hallelujah. (laughs) Felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. I, I love that. I love that word. She felt. Now, when y'all were watching football last night, and Georgia, we won't talk about Georgia Tech, but, and Georgia was stomping a mud hole. I'm getting amens on this, preaching about football. Hallelujah. Stomping a mud hole, and who that? Oh, miss then all of a sudden, did you feel anything? (laughs) Brother John said, not a thing. Well, when you saw your football team that was going over and you you were watching this and boy, all of a sudden you felt something. Now I understand that people say, well, it's not all about your feelings. Sometimes you don't feel saved. I'll be honest with you, it's not all about our feelings, but I sure do like to feel it when I get to. And every once in a while I like to cuddle up next to Jesus and I like to I'm starting to feel something right now. Hallelujah. I like to feel, praise God, when the Holy Spirit of God begins to get into a church service. I love to feel when the people of God begin to worship God in spirit and in truth. I love to feel when the people of God say, Hey, I'm not worried about the outside matters of this world anymore. All I'm worried about is feeling what God has in store for me right now. Boy, she felt something. And I'm thankful that I can feel something when Jesus Christ touches me. And when Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit of God, comes along. And boy, she moved from one condition into a completely other other condition when she felt Jesus she moved from one place to another why? Because she felt something happen inside of her. Glory to God, hallelujah. Boy, when I was a six-year-old little boy, I felt something happen inside of me. What happened, Brother Shane? I got gloriously born again by the blood of Jesus Christ that they were singing about, and now I can sing glory to His name every time that I can raise my hands. I can... Brother then I get to do it driving down the road. I get to do it sitting in my office. I get to do it in front of other people. And boy, I get to go to a doctor's office. I got happy at the dentist's office. The other day. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now you know the Holy Spirit's around if you can get in the Holy Spirit at the dentist office. Now, you have this good time and you say, I felt something, I felt something. You, I guarantee you, you can feel something. Because why? Because in 2 Corinthians 5.17, the Bible tells us that, Therefore, if a man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And I'm thankful that when I was saved as a six-year-old boy, I was become new. I had been completely changed. And this lady, when she touched Jesus, when she touched just the fringe, just the hem of His garment... Something happened inside of her. The power of God came upon her and healed her body and made her something completely new. You say, well, well, what is that? The healing that she had. Number two, the healing that she had was because of what? The fringe. Just the fringe. The border. Matthew says it as the hymn. Now... Now, according to Matthew chapter number 23, when you look at verse number 5, Jesus is talking about the Pharisees and how they have their hymn that is extended. It's longer than normal because they want everybody to see. Numbers chapter number 15, Deuteronomy goes back and it'll actually tell you that the people of Israel, because they were a distinctive people and because they had something that they needed uh, to be able to be on display and people were supposed to see the difference in their lives. Oh, glory to God, let's don't get hung up right there. But they had a blue fringe or hem that was sewn on their garment so people would be able to see, hey... They know Jesus. They know God. There's something different about them. And boy, those people of Israel were supposed to do that. Jesus Christ was no no different. And He had that hymn that there was those loose threads that were hanging from that garment. And they had to do that. What was it supposed to do? It's supposed to remind them of the commandments and remind them that they're going to continue to do what God had told them to do. But then those Pharisees had those long uh, fringes that were there. And I'll be honest with you, I don't believe with all of my heart, I don't believe that Jesus had tried to extend the fringe of his garment any why because he didn't need to be reminded of the law he knew who he was glory to God that's good brother Earl he knew exactly what was going on. He knew exactly, but but she was just saying, Hey, if I can just get a hold of the fringe, then I can get a healing. Boy, if I can just get a hold of what he has done. But thank God that when you get through in Mark chapter number five, look at verse number thirty four with me, and, and we'll get down. He tells her to go ahead, daughter of uh, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and look at this word Be whole of thy plague. What does that mean? That, that that healing was final. Not only was it because of the fringes that we have, not only because of the reminder, the, I mean, because they were just trying to grasp at those little strings, they were just grasping at straws. Boy, there's people that are grasping at straws all over the place. But boy, if they get a hold of the fringe of Jesus Christ, they get a hold of the fringe of God Almighty, then they'll have a healing that is final in their body. It says to be whole, to continue to be whole, and that it is done and nothing else needs to be done. Now, you think about that, that you say, well, the doctor's going to go and they're going to give me medication, and as I get this medication, then I'm going to progressively get better and better and better, and as I do that, then I'll make sure that I continue to do this medication, and I should get better and better and better. And sometimes you do, and sometimes you don't. But the healing that this lady received was not progressive. The salvation that we receive is not progressive. The justification that we receive is not a process. When God comes in and saves your soul, heals your soul, he does it completely. As a matter of fact, when he was hanging on a cross, Brother Tom, three words that echo through my mind all the time. it is finished. Nothing else needs to be done, glory to God. Nothing else needs to take place because of what Jesus Christ has done. Boy, it is continuing uh, to be whole. But then all of a sudden, when you get to verse number three, I'll backtrack just a little bit. We get to verse number three, and I'll let you go home. Because I know I'm standing between you and whatever's for lunch. Verse number three, there's a Hallelujah. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. The choir did an awesome job on that song. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood. He has done everything he needs to do. And we ought to just shout hallelujah for it. We ought to just thank God for what he has done for us. Boy, there's been many times in my life where I thought I needed something else, but God knew every step of the way exactly what I needed. Boy, that hallelujah began to see. We go back to this. Knowing what was done in her. Knowing means that she was aware. Done means that, it's a completed action. All right, all, right, all right, here we go. The Greek tense of this verb is the perfect tense of the Greek verb. The perfect tense of the Greek verb means this, that it is a completed action that will continue to happen in perpetuity. You think about that for a minute. What Jesus did for her she wasn't going to have to go back to the doctor for it anymore. (laughs) What Jesus Christ did for her, she don't have to go back and have any follow-ups. What Jesus Christ did for me, (laughs) hallelujah, what Jesus Christ did for me, I don't have to go back and do any follow-ups. I don't have to worry about going up again and say, Hey, I need to get this done. I need to get this done again. I need to help out. Well, uh, Jesus, I, I need you one more time. No, thank God what He has done for me and what He has done for this lady. It is a complete action that is a continual result that nothing else is going to have to take place. Thank God that this hallelujah, that ought to make you shout hallelujah, knowing that God has done everything He needs to do every step of the way. But then also she fell down how? She fell down worship worshiping him, saying, oh, what a savior. Oh, what a healer. Oh, what a wonderful one that Jesus Christ is today for each and every one of us. And you say, Brother Shane, I don't know what to say about today. I don't know what to think about today. I know that there's so many things that are going wrong in my life, and, and what I stand in need of you don't know anything about. I may not know anything about it. Brother Tom may not know anything about it. Brother Joe may not know anything about it. Nobody at the staff, Brother Joseph may not know anything about it, Brother Barry may not know anything about it. Brother the deacons of this church may not know anything about it. The people in the choir may not know anything about it but there is a man that I do know that he does he knows exactly what you stand in need of today and you can go ahead and say hey I want to fall down out at his feet I don't want to fall down at anybody else's feet but it's Jesus that's worthy it's Jesus is the one that died for me it's Jesus is the one that rose again for me it's Jesus that's seated on the throne of God right now it's Jesus that's coming again for me it's Jesus that's going to take me back to glory it's Jesus that I'm going to reign with It's Jesus every step of the way. Thank God I love Jesus. I thank God for Jesus. I thank God for what He's done for me. And boy, we shout hallelujah knowing that Jesus is the answer. But this morning, this morning, you're still in the reaching for the fringes stage. You're still in the, I need to just go fall. I need to grasp. This morning, I wonder how many of us would be willing to say. I just need to touch one more time. Jesus, I know you are the answer to what's going on in my life. No matter what is going on in your life. He is the answer. He can satisfy your every need. He can satisfy. Your need for salvation. Your need for the longing that you have in your heart, he can satisfy. He can satisfy every step of the way. Say, Brother Shane, I've been doing this for years. Really? So is she. Brother Shane, it's been so many years. Just keep on. If I can just get to Jesus. See, I believe with all of my heart, that around these old-fashioned altars, Jesus is with open arms saying, come unto me. If you need salvation this morning, come unto me. If you need help with a situation that you just don't know what else to do, come unto me. Whatever your need is today, just come to Jesus because he is the answer. We're standing all over the building. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for